Welcome to the Live Lucky Podcast, where we discuss the lucky strategies that bridge the gap between who you are and who you want to be. I'm your host, Blake Suzellis. Get ready to face the worst of yourself, shift your perspectives, deepen your love, and broaden your wisdom to live and lead others in a lucky life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Live Lucky Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we have such a treat for you guys today. Uh, I'm here with Eddie Wilson, really great friend, but uh, just an amazing human being. He is doing so much just around the entire globe. Um, you know, when I was asking him, you know, what is it, how, how do I even introduce you? You know, he kind of rattled off, you know, four different titles and all these things. And I'm just going to stick with just serial entrepreneur because that was the Perfect. one that just like, I mean, you're doing so many things, but at the same time, so much that are altruistic. And that was one of the other words that really stuck out to me because everything you do is driven by purpose and who you are. Sure. And that's why, you know, I thought this would be such a great interview because we align so much on so many of these different areas, mm -hmm. you know, of, you know, we're trying to take the focus from the outside and moving it inside and be driven by that. And that's how we create, mm -hmm. you know, not from the outside in, but the inside out. Sure. So, uh, Eddie, you know, a couple months ago, we had talked about just your own journey. And one thing that really stood out to me was you shared about, you know, how you went through some personal coaching. And I mm -hmm. just love if you wouldn't mind sharing just a little bit about sure. that journey yeah. and what that meant to you both personally, professionally. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank you. L let me start at the end. Uh, to me today, I feel like I'm the most fulfilled human on the planet. I'm happy. I'm excited about life. I, I don't have to set an alarm if I don't want to because just, I just enjoy life and we do align and you know I read your book and and we've connected you know through the concepts that you teach and uh, it's interesting because I feel like we're both in similar places however we got there from various journeys right and absolutely my journey uh, started really um, in that I identified there was a problem and the problem I identified so if I kind of start from the beginning now was that I would be achieving things that maybe the world or my peers or family or whoever would look at and go, wow, this guy's doing something crazy, you know? Um, I've owned quite a few businesses, I've sold businesses, I've achieved, you know, in the business world, some success. Um, but every time I get close to the peak, um, I found that I started looking for the next peak um, because I would find that I already knew the dissatisfaction was happening mm -hmm. and coming the moment I hit the summit. And yep. so whether it was building a business or a product or whatever it was, um, even in, in the nonprofit world and in the faith-based world that I kind of exist in, I found myself so disenchanted and frustrated and unfulfilled, even though the world looked around and said, wow, he's successful. And, um, and that was the place where I identified there was an issue, right? Yeah. Like, how can I live this life and be unfulfilled? You yeah. know, how can I achieve and everybody else thinks that I'm successful, but I don't. I feel very unsuccessful. I feel very dissatisfied. I feel very dissatisfied with everything I have. To the point where I would do weird things, you know, like 
uh, I wouldn't look at the bank account because I didn't want my uh, I didn't want fulfillment to come from money. So and I almost would just like invest all my money and get rid of it so that I had to go achieve more, right? Um, because I didn't want to get satisfied. I was scared of not performing anymore if I got satisfied or something. And it was just this internal battle. And I, I met a guy who spoke at a conference that I was speaking at as well. And it's humbling to be you know, a keynote speaker listening to another keynote speaker and realizing, whoa, I really need his stuff, you know, like, <laughs> and, um, and he was a, he was just this interesting guy. He came across as more of a Socrates. He only, uh, really helped guys that were fortune 500 or I think most of his guys were fortune 50. He had to be a CEO. He wouldn't take payment. Um, and he only wanted to make impact, uh, in the lives of kind of the highest level of performer. Okay. And, um, his name was Shane, and Shane's a great guy, and, and, um, but has kind of found his place in life of contribution and knows exactly what makes him you know, happy and joyful. And so for him, he lived the same life I lived just a generation before me. And, um, and I said, you know, I really want to acknowledge that I need what you were talking about. And mm -hmm. he said, I'm happy to talk with you, meet with you, whatever. And um, so we began this journey of just talking once a week and spending an hour or so together. And um, we spent some really in-depth time, but the journey really was different than what I expected because I'm very equational in my thinking. Give me the five steps. I'll take the five steps. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, charactered enough. I'll take the five steps every day the rest of my life. Check, just, check, check. Yep, just tell me to do it, you know, and I'll achieve that at a high level too, you know. Right, and, right. And, um, and I remember the first session, he said, I want you to watch a movie. And I said, okay. And I was like, you know, I'm thinking, great. Like, what have I got myself into? He's like, and then I want you to tell me what you feel about that movie. And I thought, okay, you know, like, this is not, you know, what I signed up for. But yeah. it was free. He was being kind, so that I should stick with it for a while. Yeah. He made me watch a movie, and I don't even remember what the name of the movie was. It was the worst horrible acting movie. But it was this whole um, idea of this um, U.S. Olympic performer, uh, gymnast, a, a male gymnast who um, got hurt. And he was the, high, the highest rated gymnast in the world, gets hurt, and then really struggles with identity because... Mm -hmm. And all he was trying to get me to do was uh, to look at um, to look at a life from a different perspective, so we weren't talking about Eddie. Gotcha. And so what he did, you know, hindsight, I didn't realize what he was doing. And then he would say, "What do you think about that character?" And I would say, you know, like, okay, I think this about that character. And I could solve that character's problems. You know, like, I, I'm like, well, here's why he was unfulfilled, and this is why he was struggling. Is like, and I would say things like because he he actually mattered beyond the metal, you know, like he's valuable, you know, like his family loves him and he, he brings value into the world greater than his gymnastic accomplishments. And so I could solve that person's problem. I couldn't solve right. my own. I had the same problem, you know? Yeah. And so it gave us just kind of um, a baseline. And so then we just started, you know, going through that. And what it really came down to was I could fix my behavior. I could fix my mindset. You know, I found myself in family settings, you know, Christmas, because um, I want everything to be purposeful. I want everything to have impact. Sitting there, like, going through this mantra in my mind, like, um, be present. You know, like, this matters. You're doing something good by sitting here, by not working. Like, you're accomplishing something by not accomplishing anything. You know, like, you're feeding into your children, your kids. And I literally would have to, like, like work on this mindset. But the moment um, some stigma would come in, the mindset would change. I would change, right? Like, my behavior would change, right? Yeah. And then I find myself on a laptop typing or on a phone talking to somebody or solving a problem because it's where I felt successful, which is I was looking for fulfillment. Yeah. And um, the journey really led, you know, it's about a year long and uh, really led to this place of um, just self-acceptance. You know, yeah. like, 
and really get into a place of like, who do I want to be, you know, and, and I don't really want to be what everybody else wants me to be, you know, like that's caused all this lack of fulfillment. So much of my activity was driven by external stimuli, right? Like what right. they expect, what they want from me, what my employees need, what, what my, I, I reach this pinnacle and my family expects me to reach the next pinnacle. So, you know, and so like all these expectations I set, they were completely external, not internal. Um, to the point where I'd built about 86 companies at that time and just, you know, big empire and um, was flying back and forth all over the country and, you know, just going crazy. And, um, and then I really started kind of drawing circles around my life. Like, who, which part of this in my life, like the business world, these companies, you know, my, my nonprofit, my family, all these like areas. And, and this was an exercise he asked me to go through and he said, and then I want you to write, um, this is me on everyone that really is and represents you. Mm -hmm. Like not what people want you to be, but who really represents Eddie. Yeah. And, um, and he got me talking in the third person a lot, you know, but uh, <laughs> anyway, so he said, uh, um, who represents Eddie? He said, just put a star by it, right? This is me on it. And so I did. So I had like all these hundreds of circles and this is me and this is me. And what I found was is most of the businesses I had built um, had become my identity, but I didn't want them to be my identity. Right. I was, you know, I built this massive insurance company. We, we took this insurance company from 40 million to 800 million in five years. I mean, it's like one of the most crazy growth. And I don't say that because it was some great accomplishment. I say it because it began to identify me because it was like, oh, this is Eddie's greatest accomplishment. The whole world started seeing me as that. And I thought, I don't, I don't want to be identified as that. You know, I don't even like insurance, you know, like, <laughs> and, um, and the money, I certainly don't want the money to define me. And so, you know, I just kept struggling through that. And so I literally went through those circles and, and then he said, what if, what if in one day you could get rid of all of them and only live in the circles that you identify as you, he said, what do you think would then be created? And uh, I said, I don't know. And he said, would joy be created? Ooh, and I said, I, you know, probably. And I, he said, would fulfillment. He said, if you got to live in this, and he would like go by, per, if you got to live in this one, would you be happy? Is there fulfillment here? And, and he was right. Like I, I was finding fulfillment in the, in, the, in the things that I really wanted to identify as. And what he was helping me understand was just this journey of like, who are you? What do you want to become? And, <laughs> and um, even to the degree, like I, I, my nonprofit, which was very altruistic and had this, you know, very, very, um, you know, I think um, intentional motive, there were pieces of it that I just did to make everybody else happy, right? Yeah. Because that's what they expected. But it really wasn't who I was. And so really began to re-architect my life. Um, sold 76 companies in one year. Um, and, you know, and that was a benefit. It wasn't like I took some massive loss. I took a huge benefit from that, you know, <laughs> right. and uh, sold those companies. And walked away from partners who identified me. You know, that was tough because partnerships I had gained for the purpose of, like, growth or aspirational, you know, kind of this, this journey I was on they began to identify me and I didn't want to be identified with them, you know, and, and not that they were bad people. It was just that it, it, it I didn't want my identity to be tied to them. Sure. And, um, uh, even employees, you know, like there were employees that I really didn't want to be identified with. Um, I'd hired them because they were rock stars in their space. They were amazing, but I always felt like this constant, you know, clash with who they were and who I was. Um, 
And then I started living in this place of only putting in my life um, what represents who I really am at my core. Um, so first of all, then I had to go back and identify who I am and right. what do I want? What do I want to be? You know, like, and yeah. that was a journey. And then now, you know, fast forward and I'm sitting here today, one of the most fulfilled humans on the planet. I'm excited. I love life. Um, I get to live in the things that I love to do every day. Now there's a lot of healing that has to come because of it. Right. You know, um, you work through that and you destroy relationships when you act that way, right? When you are so driven by the pursuit of others, um, you hurt, you know, I, I had, um, he said, he said this to me and I think I may have told you this. He said, if you could choose, um, to, to spend the next three days, um, living, uh, he said, uh, with, with one of your sons, he said, it doesn't matter. I have three boys. And he said, living with one of your sons, three days, he said, and make a huge impact on them that lasted forever. He said, or spend three days, um, making an impact on a thousand people. He said, what would you choose? And I said, I would choose my son every day. You know, like yeah. we, we would. He said, what has your actions chose over the past 10 years? And, and it hurt because he was right. My actions chose this thousand every day, even though my intention, my love, my desire would have always been for my children. But mm -hmm. my, act, my, my activities were driven by. And so there's so much, you know, there's healing that has to come in there. But then there's, there's new um, actions that have to come out of that as well, you know, because yeah. it's so easy just to go back to it. You know, it still feels natural to go perform at a high level for everybody else, sure. you know. Sure. So anyways, that, that's my journey, um, you know, and still in the middle of it, you know, <laughs> still failing every day, you know, in some area or another um, and struggling through it. But now with intention, you know, I, I know where I want to be. I know who I want to be identified as. And now what's coming out of that is, is creation. You know, like bought a bunch of new businesses this year and sold some businesses. And I really only play in the spaces I really love mm -hmm. um, and do the things I really want to do. You know, we talked last night. I'm re-architecting even the schedule of my life, you know. Right. And only doing the things that you know, that are me, you know, why am I doing this? Why do I choose to do this? Why do I go to this meeting? Why do I, you know, it's like everything. And so, and I'm, I'm very blessed to be able to live in that space. You know, I, I'm blessed that I don't have to now in my life, um, be under the confines of what everybody else needs me to be, you know? So what an amazing place to live in. And thank you so much for sharing that journey. I, th I think there are so many people that need to hear that mm -hmm. because, again, they're putting that external happiness out there in front of them. And if, as we continue to do that, and put it way in front of us, mm -hmm. we're never going to actually get there. Yeah. You know, just like you're saying, even though I'm in this space of just now I know who I am, I'm, and I'm just allowing the creativity to flow and create mm -hmm. the world around me in a really awesome way, you're saying, you know what? I'm never going to be there though. And that's sure. okay, right? Yeah. Like that's what this whole life is about. It's the right. journey. Right. You know, and so often we see on a plaque on the wall or a little thing on the table yeah. just says, you know, enjoy the journey. And yeah. But there is so much truth in that, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? I was talking to a client yesterday and he was actually, we were talking about how life is almost really like surfing. Mm -hmm. You know, when you are on the surfboard, it takes so much self-trust to keep the balance. It takes trust in the wave that mm -hmm. it's gonna take you where you're trying to go, you know? But a little bit of tilting and you're gonna, you're gonna yeah. crash, yeah. right? Sure. 
but you're still going to get back up mm -hmm. and you're going to pick that next wave, mm -hmm. you know, but really just kind of riding that wave in that self-trust in, in just trusting and having faith that you're going to get where you need to go, Yeah, you know, and, uh, but knowing who you are is what drives all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So. It, it's so true. Um, it's, it's interesting. The little things that you miss, um, so much of what you said is so powerful because there's such depth to it. And it goes all the way down to these little finite details. Like one of the things that I've learned is I used to feel like I had to be on top side every day for my people. If, if I wanted to be a leader that others could follow, I better be full of energy, out front, excited, never mad, never upset, you know, and, and unless it was intentional to create a reaction, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and so everything in my life was crafted. You know, every moment of anger wasn't because I really was mad. It was just because I knew that I had tried every other motivator. And maybe if I try a little bit of anger, you know, that it would cause action. Right. Sure. And so everything was just like this mental game. Um, one thing that he asked me to do in the very beginning that I still find myself practicing because it's the very basis is if you're sad, like it's, it's you, it's okay to be sad and it's okay to show people that you're sad. If you're disappointed, it's okay to just say, and he, he literally would make me say my emotions out loud. I had never done that in my life. You know, like we, we grew up in this a This guy's not a therapist, right? <laughs> no, he's not. He's just, I think he's just a, a very well-rounded, self-understood individual that yeah. had overcome some things in his life. He just want to help others, you yeah. know? But he would make me just say things, you know, like, Eddie, if you're mad, just say, you know, I'm really angry. And he goes, you don't have to, you don't have to act on it, but it doesn't, he said, but just identify it. And so I remember the first time, like I, I came home and I was talking to Misty, my wife and, and, uh, and she did something and I said, wow, that really frustrated me. And she was like, wait, what? And I go, ah, we'll get through it. I'm not upset. I just want, I just, that was the emotion I felt. And she yeah. was like, oh, okay. You know, like, you know, because it's like, I, I am, I'm, I'm known to be, uh, uh, it's funny because people would, I think, describe me as driven or passionate, um, I would say that they actually would also say, I lack emotion. You know, like Eddie is also stoic and he lacks emotion unless he's driven towards something, you know? And so um, I've taken it too far a couple of times now. Like, I'm angry, you know, like, you know but, uh, but now it's funny, just identifying my emotions and being okay with it is part of just being me, you know, yes. like I feel this, like yeah. that, that, uh, that, that hurt me, you know, that that upset me, that frustrated me, or that really made me happy. Like that really makes me proud. You know, um, I was driving to, uh, my son to work one day and he's gets up at six thirty and six in the morning to work at the coffee shop we own. And, and, uh, and I have all these feelings, like, especially towards my kids, but I don't share them. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, I grew up in a family where you didn't, you don't share your feelings, nope, you know, nope. we don't go there. <laughs> Repress those. <laughs> and, um, and I remember I, I said, Hey, I just want to let you know, like I felt it. I just had never expressed it before. And I said, I just want to let you know how proud I am that you get up and show character and work hard. And I remember it like the look in his eye, like the, the just like this yeah. overwhelming appreciation for sharing a feeling. And I thought, okay, I've really screwed up my entire <laughs> life at this point. Like I feel all these things. I just, I, I always felt like I, I couldn't share them yeah. because I think to, to some part you're worried about being judged or you're worried about how somebody will take it. Mm -hmm. But when you become, it's the self-trust you're talking about. And so it's, it's so much deeper than just saying self-trust. It's like, there's so many layers of this, right. you know, that 
I have to trust myself and my emotions and my feelings and my concerns and you know it, there's so much to that and just even identifying it and voicing it was a first step that seems so silly but was hugely impactful to me. You know, Eddie, I, I promised you guys I did not script this, but I mean, seriously, because this, I, I hate to say it this way, but this is chapter one of, of Live Lucky Program. Yeah. Because you're right. If we cannot even understand our own emotions, mm -hmm. how can we understand who we are? Right. Right. That's part of us. And that's okay. And you're right. I grew up in a family. We don't go there. We don't yeah. talk about emotions. Love is a four letter word. We don't say, yeah. you know, and then, so it's so hard to step in courage even the first time to say it, mm -hmm. like, you know what, boys, I really love you. That's hard. That's super hard. You know? Isn't that weird? You it feel is. it. You feel it. And, and it's so easy for me to tell somebody how much I love my wife yeah. or how much I love my kids. But to say it but to actually say it to them, it's like, <laughs> why is it so yeah. hard? Oh, I know. But to, no, I so appreciate you just being vulnerable here and yeah. sharing about this because, again, this is such an important piece of being a human being and who we are and understanding that. And uh, as we continue just to be able to step in out of that victim role mm -hmm. and into the creatorship and creating the life around us, that is exactly one of the big pieces of the puzzle that we just set aside and we forget about and we lost it under the carpet. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, uh, this, Eddie, this has been just amazing. Uh, guys, I, I just want to thank Eddie so much for just being here and sharing his story. Um, and I just look forward to seeing how you continue to climb yeah. that hill and, and our lives are going to continue to parallel that journey. Sure. And, and we're just going to continue to grow and work towards being the human beings and the parents and the fathers and, uh, and husbands that we are going to continue to step into being because we start trusting ourselves. We know who we want to be now. Yeah. We're not driven by those external things. Sure. Yeah, it's great. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, Eddie. Yep. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I know I so appreciated spending time with Eddie and just hearing this story. And um, if you guys are ready to take that leap of faith and start that journey inward, maybe today's that day. Maybe today's that day where you're going to be like, you know what, I'm going to try out this Live Lucky therapy thing. You know, it's inexpensive. Obviously, there's some people getting some benefits from it. Um, Maybe today's that day. And if it is, check out liveluckytherapy.com. But otherwise, I thank you guys so much for tuning in today and just listening to m me spending time with Eddie and hearing his story. Um, and just uh, continue to please pass along these messages to other people who you know need to hear them. And just connect with us on our socials. And uh, guys, I just appreciate you. And I will plan to talk to you and talk more about living lucky next time. Have a great day.